the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the word? Praise him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee you that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We've been sharing a powerful message with you that I pray has been a blessing to you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. God's got something that He wants all of His children to do. He wants all of us to be imitators of Christ. All of God's children, after being born again, are to be imitators of God and live the life that Jesus did. Since our being imitators of God is what God wants us to do, then being imitators of God ought to be what all of us should do. And being imitators of Christ is how we do what God wants us to do. We ought to purpose with everything that is in us to do everything we can do to be imitators of Christ like God the Father wants us to do. Each and every one of us who have been blessed to be born again ought to purpose in ourselves that our lives will represent and demonstrate everything that God wants our lives to represent and demonstrate. So we can demonstrate to everybody in this world that it's the life that's lived in Christ. That's the life that should be lived by them too. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Being Imitators of Christ. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. I got knowledge already. I want, I want fuller. I was telling the earlier service, I had to take my wife, Reverend Baby, praise God. I took her out to lunch the, uh, last week, praise God. Not just once, you know, multiple times. I'm just talking about this one time, praise God. I took her out to lunch. We only do one lunch a day, praise God. Hallelujah. We took her out to lunch. And, and I had some, 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 some iced, no, I didn't have iced, I had lemonade sitting right there, praise God, I had lemonade sitting right there. And it had lemonade in the glass, praise God, in fact, it was half full, half empty, depends on how you look at it, praise God. And, 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 then, uh, and then the waiter walked around and said, would you like me to fill that up for you? I said, sure. And he filled it all the way up to the brim, and I'm like, that's what I'm talking about. Why? Because this was more than before. See, this afforded me the opportunity to be able to drink more, enjoy more, refresh myself some more. I could be able to eat some more stuff and then drink some more stuff and wash it down, praise God, boop, and be able to move on and do what it is that I do. Are you listening to me up in here? Because it was more. And God said, I want you to have more knowledge of who I am. I want to fill you to the brim with the knowledge of who I am. Fill you to the brim of the knowledge of who Let me read it out of the Amplified. I ain't getting you. I ain't, I, it's like I'm disconnecting or something. Let me read it out of the Amplified version. Maybe they help you. And so we can amplify this thing for me and you. Amplified puts it this way. It says, may grace, which is God's favor, and peace, which is perfect well-being, all necessary good, all spiritual prosperity, and freedom from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts, be multiplied to you in the full, personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh, my God, I like that. 
going to read that one again. This, this one's for me. That one's for you. This one's for me. May grace, which is God's favor, and peace, which is perfect well-being, all necessary good, all spiritual prosperity, and freedom from fears and agitating passions and moral conflicts be multiplied to you in, which means this is how it comes, the full, personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God in Jesus our Lord. That's an awesome statement. In fact, in fact, that was an awesome statement made in the awesome statement. I mean, that statement is so full, it's retarded. I ain't going to teach the whole statement, but I'm going to teach the part that's in line with what I'm talking to you about right now. He said, if we become full of the personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, then we will have all freedom from fears, agitating passions, and moral convictions. He said, if we get filled with... Can I take my time on this one? If we get filled. Praise God. No, for real. If we, if, if we become full of the personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ, then we can have all freedom from fears, agitating passions, and moral conflicts. I know you was focused on the all spiritual prosperity, all necessary goods, and perfect well-being. I know you was focused on that part. But I'm focused on the one that will steal it from you. The part that's going to keep you from stepping into the well-being, the spiritual prosperity, and the freedoms. See, all, one of, all of us talk about that blessed part. I want that blessed. Oh, I want that. I want that. Well, then you also have to be set free from all fears, from all agitating passions, and all moral convictions. Ask me why. Because fear, agitating passions, and moral conf- conflicts are three of the things that places most people in position to sin. Fears, agitating passions, and moral conflicts are three of the things that places most people in position to sin. Because when they're afraid, they're going to do something they ain't got no business doing. Why? Because fear is not a motivator given you by God. God didn't intend you to be afraid of nothing. God did not give you the spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. That if you have power, that's that power that God gives you. The operation power that he'll give you. You'll be able to understand that he loves you and remember that he loves you. And therefore, every decision you make will be based upon a sound, well-balanced mind. You'll be thinking like you're supposed to think at that time. So you'll make the right decisions. But a lot of people get fearful and they go running and doing something that they ought not do. Why? Because instead of being led by the spirit of God like they ought to, they led by the thing they're scared of too. That's scared of whether they're scared of something not happening that they want to happen or they're scared of something happening that they don't want to happen. But either way, they do something that they wasn't supposed to do and end up causing them a stupid thing to happen so that they open a door to dumb stuff to be able to happen to me and you. And then they hear some old jagged preacher that tell you, well, the reason why that happened because God wanted you to go through that. He wanted you to have some mess so you could have a message. He wanted you to have a test so you can have a testimony. That's baloney. The reason why that's happening to you is because you made a decision that you shouldn't have made, did an action you shouldn't do, you sinned, and as a result of that, that death is coming in there on you. That's why it happened. He said, I'm going to make you free of that through the knowledge of God. I'm going to have you free from them agitating passions. You know, them passions that just make you want stuff, do stuff. But y'all, not, y'all ain't never been there, so you're looking at me, you don't like know what I'm talking about. Them passions that just make you want stuff and do stuff like you ought not to. Whereas you left him on three days ago, but you're still thinking about him. 
Left her three days ago, but you're still thinking about her. And your body starts throbbing. Ba-boom, ba-boom, ba-boom. Y'all don't know nothing about what I'm talking about, do you? Hey, man, I know, I know, I know, I know. Praise God. One day the Lord is going to give me a message where people know what I'm talking about. Hallelujah. And these are dating passions. How about this? Breakfast taco, breakfast taco. Praise God. Whatever it is, whatever, whatever, whatever. It don't matter. It's the same thing because it's controlling you. And then you look up later and say, why did I do that? Because you had an agitating passion wouldn't leave you alone. Kept agitating you and messing with you until you went and satisfied that passion. And then your body said, ah, taco. Ah, Paco. Praise God. But it, but, hallelujah. Pacoina, whatever. Praise God. Ha, 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 ha. But God said, I can give you the power to be able to get past that agitating passion and moral conflicts. Moral conflicts is when you don't know what the heck to do. Should I do this? No, I should. Should I do this? No, I shouldn't. Should I? Should I? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Which way do I go? Which way do I go? (laughs) You go for Fago. Which way do I go? I don't know. I don't know. What do I do? Is this right? I don't know. Is this wrong? I don't know. God said, I want to end all moral conflicts in your mind. The word moral means it's pertaining to right and wrong. Anytime he's talking about moral, it's pertaining to right and wrong. Which means God says, I'm going to end that stuff in your mind about wondering whether this is right or wondering whether this is wrong. Because I'm going to show you what's right. And I'm going to show you what's wrong through the knowledge of him. The full, perfect, precise, and correct knowledge of God. All that stuff I listed you. Knowledge of God. Are you listening to me up here? here. <laughs> That's why he said, I need you to give you this thing. Now, let's look back at the Amplified again. Praise God. Bring it up, bring it up, bring it up so they can know what verse I'm talking about. Praise God, because I'm going to break down the end of that, too. Where it says, be multiplied to you in the full, personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God. That's the kind of knowledge that God wants us to have. The full, perfect, precise, and correct knowledge of God and of Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, the word full means complete, entire, maximum. The word full means complete entire maximum. God wants his children to have complete knowledge of him. He wants us to have complete knowledge of him. Why is that? Because the antonym for complete is incomplete and partial. God said, I don't want you to have incomplete partial knowledge of me. One of the reasons why is because that's not God. Because if you have partial knowledge of God, then you don't know all of who God is, which means you may do things that's totally outside of that part you don't know about, thinking that it's okay. But God said, no, it never was okay because I never was about that. The problem was you had impartial knowledge of who I am. You had incomplete knowledge about who I am. You just found out I'm a savior, but you didn't understand I'm a Lord because you don't have full understanding of me. You just found I paid the price for your sin, but you don't understand that I also put something within that will cause you to stop doing what you used to do to sin. Just because I, if you broke a window up in here, praise God, and I'm like, oh my God, they done broke a window. And then I went and paid the person, like if it was his window. And then she just stood up and broke his window. I paid for it. It's been paid in full. That don't mean she's supposed to get up and break it again. And I paid in full. Then she break it again. Somewhere along the line, it's like, excuse me, stop breaking the windows. Praise God. Is anybody hearing me up in here? So let nobody tell you, but now that he done paid for your sin, it's okay now. No, it ain't okay. Sit your butt down and quit breaking windows. Is anybody hearing me up in here? Hallelujah. That just make common sense. Are you listening? Ain't nothing deep about the word of God. Really, we try to make it all, all, all deep. No, the devil does that. He make it deep. We, God keeps it simple. Cut it out. Hallelujah. Stop it. Just, just, just stop it. That's what, he, that's what he's saying. 
He wants us to have full, complete, entire information about him, knowledge of him. See, God doesn't want his children to be satisfied with incomplete partial knowledge of him. We shouldn't be satisfied with that. Thank God how much you learned already. You should want to know more because he wants the knowledge that we have to him to be entire. The word entire means full or thorough. He wants it to be entire. The word entire means full or thorough, which means if our knowledge of him is not full and thorough, then there's something that we won't know that's needed to know. There's something that we won't know that's needed to know. Things that need to be known about him won't be known about him because our knowledge in, about him is not full and thorough. And of course, the results will be that you and me won't be entirely in oneness with him. We won't be entirely in oneness with him. We have to have complete knowledge. I said we have to have complete knowledge because any information that's left out will cause maybe a mistake to be made by me and you. While we thinking we do what we ought to do. Like if somebody came and told you, go to the restaurant and get pastor some lunch. Praise God. And you'd be like, okay, I know exactly what to get it. And you run over there and get him some lunch. But if they didn't tell you what I eat and what I don't eat, then some important information was not left out. Because you might come back, praise God, with a big beef taco with some beef sauce put over the top of it and some, and some of that cheap cheese over the top of it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Shout to that both sides. Hallelujah. Or cheese-like product poured over the top of it. Praise God. <laughs> you might come with a, with a margarita that they had, a margarita to go. Praise God. And you might bring me a margarita to go with that taco. Praise God. And I ain't eating it. I ain't saying nothing wrong with it. I am about the margarita. But I ain't saying nothing wrong with it. But what I'm saying is I don't eat that. And because I don't eat that, there was some missing information you didn't have about me that would have caused you to be successful. Now, when you went to get it, you was trying to do right. When you went to be able to purchase it, you was trying to do what you were supposed to do. When you came back and you had a thought that I did like I was supposed to do and you was excited and waiting to hit appreciation for what you do and then look at my face and see disappointment. And you'd be like, well, Pastor, why are you disappointed, man? I did. I got you lunch. There was a little missing information about me that caused you to think you was doing right, even intend to do right, but still do wrong. And the church of the living God thinks they're doing right, intend to do right, but they're still doing wrong because they're missing knowledge of God. I said they're missing knowledge of God. That's why God said, I don't want you to have complete knowledge of me. I don't want you to have partial knowledge of me. Why? Because you run out trying to do right and end up still doing wrong when they didn't need to. When if you had just had a little bit more information, the energy that you would expend it would have caused you to do what you're supposed to do. Let me give you another example. I told you to be here tomorrow because I got a special project that needs to be done. And you agree and even show up dressed to the nines, looking real good, got your business attire on, praise God. You say, because the pastor be walking around with a shirt in town all the time. I'm going to have me a certain time, I'm going to have me a suit. Or you come up in your, your, your nice high heels and stuff, praise God. And, and you're ready to be able to just do something. But then you find out the project that I had was tearing the asphalt out the, out the, out the parking lot and then dig a trench, praise God, and put that thing down. And then we hand you your hammer with your, with your heels. <laughs> We had you a shovel with your heels. You came with every intention to do good. You showed up with no, nothing in your mind but to do good. But because a little information was left out from you, you can't now do what you intend to do because you didn't have the information. And so many Christians want to do good. Hello, hello, hello. I said so many Christians want to do good. You made me nervous for a second. Praise God. 
I like change a message, change the message. You should want to do good, praise God. <laughs> Woo, you made me nervous for a second there. It was on tape delay. I know it was on tape delay. It went up to the satellite and came back down. Praise God. If I just wait for a moment, praise God. It, hallelujah. Try it again. So many Christians want to do good. Yeah. Hey, man, there we go. There we go. I'm, I'm feeling better. Praise God. So many Christians want to do good, but for some reason or not, they're not doing good. But the reason why is not because their heart isn't to do. They don't have the knowledge of how to do good. That's why grace and peace multiplies through the knowledge. We still got drama, drama, drama running all through our life. We got baby mama drama, baby daddy drama. Who the heck is you drama? We got all kinds of stuff. We got, we got drama. We got drama. We got drama. Running around in our lives. We say drama, drama. We got, we got every kind of drama. And the reason why, and Christian in a mug and still got drama running on everywhere. Why is that when our life is supposed to be drama free? Lacking exact knowledge of God. We got incorrect knowledge of God and therefore we're doing things that we ought not do. I'm teaching up like a mug up in here. Praise God. That word entire also means having all the parts or elements. Having all the parts or elements. Because when something doesn't have all the parts or elements, then it won't operate the way it's designed to operate. In fact, it might not operate at all if it don't have all the parts and elements that it's supposed to. But that's because it doesn't have all the parts and elements. It's the same way we're living a Christian life. We need all the parts or the elements and the knowledge of God, of the knowledge of God for it to work the way it's designed to work. God wants us to have all the parts and elements necessary. That's why Paul said, I preach the whole counsel of God. I'm giving you a bit of what he said. That's why he give it to you in detail so that you can be able to know clearly what he has to say. See, God wants us to become full of the knowledge of God, full of the full knowledge of God. Now, when we become full of the knowledge of God, we'll be full, meaning completely filled, containing all that can be held and filled to the utmost capacity. That's what God wants us to be, filled to the utmost capacity to the point that we have abundance. That's what the word full also means, abundance and well supply. You know, kind of like some of y'all cabinets and some of y'all closets. If I was to bring some more food over to your house, you couldn't even fit it in because your cabinets are full already. Say amen in faith, even if it ain't true. Praise God. Amen. Your cabinets is full already. And your, it's like your closets too. Closets full of clothes that you can still wear. That you still want to wear. Hallelujah. And how can you tell it's full, Pastor? Because you can't fit nothing else in. Because you can't fit nothing else in. Now, when I say you can't fit nothing else in, I ain't talking about including the word of God. Because see, God's word, when you put it in, it just, it just, just meshes what's already there and fills it up even further. It's like it meshes what's already there. What I mean, you can't fit nothing else in, you can't fit a lie from the devil in. Because when your heart and mind is filled to capacity with the word of God, every lie won't fit no more. Only reason why it can get in is because it got room. And only reason why it got room is because you're not filled with the knowledge of God. Because when you're filled with the knowledge of God, those lies from the devil won't fit in. Bad teaching won't fit in. Lies from the devil won't fit in. All his, all his trickery, chicanery, his plans, his schemes, the things that he's plotting against you, none of that is going to fit in you when you're full of the word of God. That's why you can be able to live a life where you don't sin because I'm filled to capacity with what God has to say about that. I know about fornication. I'm filled to capacity 
with what God has to say about that. That's why I ain't no thought nowhere can fit in that I would do anything other than that. It can't, can't even fit under that hook. I got, I got knowledge of God under that hook too. It can't fit in. Are you listening to me? I know about wine. I understand what it is. Praise God. I understand about strong drinks and everything else. I understand what pharmacia is. I understand what, what drugs is and stuff like that. I understand what playing around, messing around is and I understand it because I got knowledge of God. It's filled my head. So because of that came, nothing else get in there. Are you listening to me up in here? That's when you know you got the knowledge you're supposed to have. Because at that point, there's no struggle. There's no strain. Why? Because your you, God has filled your brain. He's filled your heart with what he has to say. And from that point, that's all you're going to say. That's all you're going to do. That's all you're going to think. You can't nobody. Well, let me show you another way. Shut up, fool. There ain't no other way. He said he is the way, the truth, and the light. Get out of my face. Is anybody hearing me up in here? You ain't even going up. You ain't even going to entertain the stupid stuff. Well, here, no, here let, me, let me show you another CD. Let me give you a CD. Let me give you a book. Let me, let me give you, let me give you a book. Let me give you a CD. Let me give you, let me give you, let me give you, you give, here's what you give me. Give me out my face. That's what you do. Praise God. You, you get out my face because I know what's true. I'm filled already with the knowledge of God. Are you listening to me up in here? Only reason why something can fit in because it ain't full like it's supposed to. He said, not only do I want you to have the complete knowledge, I want you to have the personal knowledge. Where we know it for ourselves, not secondhand. Where we know it for ourselves, not secondhand. See, God doesn't want us to be satisfied with merely surrounding ourselves with people who know God's word. But that he wants us to be able to know God's word for ourselves too. He wants you to be satisfied. Now, it's nice that you got people around you. Keep people around you that know the word of God too. That's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to assemble some people around you that flow like you. You're supposed to do that. Praise God for that. But don't be satisfied with that. Well, I do know, brother, pray, pray, pray right and sister know every scripture. But what happened when they ain't around and you don't know no scripture? Are you listening to me? You want to know this knowledge of God for yourself. Where you want to know it? For yourself. Well, I'm going to call pastor. What if you can't get me? Know it for yourself. Well, I'm going to call brother pray right. But he someplace else that night. You need to know it for yourself. What about sister know every scripture? You don't need to pay attention to her either. You need to do it for yourself. God said, I want you to have a personal knowledge of who I am. That word personal also means intended for use by the person. I, I, I'm, I'm telling you, I don't know how I'm standing here teaching y'all for this. I'm about to fall apart while I'm teaching this. This stuff is so exciting to me. It's like, it's, it means intended for use by the person. Intended for you. See, God wants us to have and know the knowledge of him personally so that we can personally use it when we need it. God wants you to personally, like for instance, that's why I say turn with me in your scripture too. Ask me why I say that. Because I want you to learn how to find it in your own Bible. Because when the mess hit the fan, come on now, because the devil found out you God's woman and man, I need you to be able to turn to it yourself. Not like, ooh, ooh, where was it? I don't know, I don't know. Ah! Well, he's slapping you all upside your head because you ain't got time to even turn to what he said. Is anybody hearing me up in here? God wants you to have a personal knowledge of who he is. What kind of knowledge? Yeah, he wants you to know for yourself. Well, my pastor, let me tell you what God did for him. Yeah, he did that for me, and I'm excited about it too, and I'm glad you're excited about it too, but did you learn that he'll do the same thing for you? Because see, I ain't just here to get you to know what I know. I'm here to share what I know so that you can have it too, so that you can have this same wonderful, awe-inspiring relationship with God that I do. So that you can know God come through. Why? Because he come through for you too. God wants you to have personal knowledge of him. Now I'm excited about that. You don't have to be excited about that. But I'm excited about that. Because when you have personal knowledge of God. 
oh, oh, see, oh, see, it don't even matter what happens in anybody else. Well, well, you know, my pastor said, shut up, you and your pastor, praise God, because I got a personal knowledge of who God is. Hallelujah. I know him for myself. Well, that's all that we have time for today. We trust that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. I hope that you're learning that God really does desire for each and every one of us to be imitators of him. I hope that you're seeing that this wonderful opportunity to be like him is an opportunity that definitely should be taken advantage of by you and me, being more and more like he wants all of us to do and be. I don't know about you, but I'm going to do just that. That is, to be as much like him as I can be. If you want to hear this message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'd be more than glad to get it out to you ASAP. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. Word of Faith Christian Center is located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. We also invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. This fellowship starts at 7 p.m. and it lasts until they go home. H-E-W, hanging. Child care is provided at no charge. And VIP transportation service is available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are also walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought that being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune into our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.